You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Federation, Nation, Nam, and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firm in our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, once again, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We're back We're in. Like... <laughs> again, yep. We're over the hill, boys. <laughs> We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies. Hobbies? Battlefield Hobbies. Hammies? Shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy has started looking at running an event. <gasps> it's cursed, I tell you. Cursed. If nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. Now, if you want to pay for something you could get for free, you can now also become a Patreon supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. And I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan, the schedule is a lie, Gosling. The schedule's just on fire. It's just like a, a hot mess of just, yeah, ridiculousness at this point. Might as well not bother. And Lee, turns out Olive Drab is quicker to paint than helicopters, Parnell. Who would have think single-tone camo with no decals was a lot quicker than three-tone camo with decals? It's, it's and amazing. And, and rotors. And rotors. And rotors. And rotors. And and wheels. Wheels. <laughs> Welcome to episode 45, the one where it's been over a year since we last played at Dice Saloon. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, what are we talking about tonight? I was going to sit here and cry for a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, just um, remember, Samaritan's <laughs> number is... The Arbor Train Wreck of a podcast. You've been listening to me Yes, tonight we're going to be doing um, Internet Famous, and we've got um, some interesting news Internet Famous today. Uh, Is that a lie as well, or is that true? That is true. Um, (laughs) I can't can't vouch for it's going to be interesting, but we do have news. Um, (laughs) We're going to be doing um, Face to Space is Something Something, and talk about our progress since the last episode, or not in the case of Eddie. Um, <laughs> yeah, well done, you guys and Eddie. Make a quiz on me, man. I've already got one hater across the world. <laughs> We're then going to be looking at um, TAT companies in You and Whose Army. Um, thanks for a question from one of our patrons. And then, to about questions, we'll be doing You and Whose Army. Oh, sorry, um, not for the answers. And then we'll actually have an event section at the end to talk about. Maybe. There is an event to talk about, yes, coming up. So, yes. We'll shoot and scoot. So, yeah, Eddie, do you want to say hello to our latest patrons? Our latest internet famous people for giving us some lovely money on Patreon. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to Scylla McCarthy. You are now also internet famous. Along with Mike Everest. Mike the Schedule Everest. (laughs) I'm I'm fairly sure he was on. uh, Is he not left and come back again? I don't think so. Nathan was it was one of my friends. Who was oh, was it? oh right. You, I think Nathan, yeah. Lee, do you have more than one friend? I have two, and you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm flush with friends at the moment. Well, yeah, you're you're running a mock with friends at the moment. Eddie, a... I need. We need to step up our game and get like. Just, can I start mugging people on the street? Is that is that a, like a legal thing to do for patron? Legal, no. Okay. I don't think anyone would stop you. Would it be encouraged rather than legal? Encouraged. <laughs> oh, one second. I've just got a text message from my lawyer. Um, <laughs> you I see, I my, my right to remain silent. Oh, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll ask the um, I'll ask our THCQ Antler. It's be, it'll be fine. He'll know what the yeah, whether it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> they got to speak to the fraud squad. They got to speak to their mates. Oh. 
Hello, hello at in Cheltenham as well. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other desk we can get on. <laughs> yeah, but um, so yes, Silla is also our twentieth patron. Twenty. Yeah, which is about 19 more people than I thought it had. So, you know, that's a, and that was assuming my mum was going to back me. She doesn't, so that's, you know, well, that's, that, that's going to be awkward at Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so to celebrate having 20 patrons, um, we're going to have a little bit of a giveaway. We're going to make, we'll, have, we'll be giving a T-shirt to one of our random patrons. Um, so if you are a patron before the next episode, then you're in for a chance to win. And then next episode, we will draw a, draw a name out of um, Eddie's Fez. Bloop, bloop, bloop. And that's and not a euphemism. <laughs> Dear God. I hope, well, I hope it's not. Yeah, I hope <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and then we'll, um, get you a new, a t- we'll let you choose a T-shirt. Uh, or, if you really want to, if you've got a specific idea, I might design you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll have to caveat that by saying that you might have an idea... And Duncan designing you one, those two things are not related. Oh, yeah, no, I do what I like. It, <laughs> yeah. I have no bearing what you ask for. It would just... get me, get me I backed a free podcast, and all I got was this lousy t shirt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, fight a race. Yeah, so we'll check names um, ahead of the next, uh, next podcast. If you want to become a patron, you're putting it off, but now you fancy getting a t shirt, then that would be the time to do it. So, yeah. Well, at the moment, you got one in, you got 5% chance of winning. I mean, that's better than, some, better than some odds, that's for sure. So that, that's numbers. Just, that's definitely numbers. So what you want to do is sign up, don't tell your friends until after the draw, and then tell all your friends. <laughs> because that way, you've got the most chance of winning this this award. But if you get all your friends to sign up, then for the next time there's a draw, we'll have more money to play with, so that will be a bigger <laughs> prize. I mean, like that's just gaming the system. It's, it's cunning. I'll give you that. This is this is something we talked about though, isn't it? So this is going to be a one-off. This will probably we'll, we'll try and do something for patrons going forward as well. Yeah, oh, we've got lots special, of ideas and pieces. Yeah, nothing before practical, I, just ideas. Yeah. Before we know, we make enough. I can run away the money to a non-extradition country. Yeah, so got lots of ideas. <laughs> are, 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 have we got any non-extradition countries anymore now? Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, Myanmar was on there for a while, but I don't think that's. I'm not sure that's the place you want to be at the moment. <laughs> if you're in a red list country and you get extradited back to the UK, do you still have to pay the money for the hotel? Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. Do you have to quarantine? <laughs> or is it like Monopoly where you just go directly to <laughs> do not pass the one? Um, speaking of uh, Monopoly, if we move to bases, bases, something and something... Yep. Um, I actually played some games, but not war games. Unfortunately, were they, were they were they computer games? No, no actual actual board games. Um, With people? Yes, I know. Shocking. One of my very good friends. Uh, he had been uh, well, Justin the troll. Has been. Um, it's been over two weeks since his last bubble thing it's been ages actually like multiple weeks so he formed a bubble it's a oh, bubble cool. he lives on his own so he came down and uh, we played some board games oh to, nice to keep him sane which was good um so uh we played a bit of uh, a bit of blitz bowl 
Yep. Let's play. Actually, it's the first time I played it after you guys played it. Yeah. Um, that was really good fun, actually. I was very surprised as to how basic it was. Quite funny watching uh, Justin plays a lot of Blood Bowl, so watching his face just melt as the rules like, no, that doesn't. That's not. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Rule doesn't exist. This one does. But that doesn't make it. Yeah, no, I know Justin. Just there's a different game. Not yeah, let it go. Let it go. Uh, still kicked my ass though. Oh. And then you not just tell him like loads of stuff just wasn't. That's not how you do it. No, no, you can't score a touchdown by just going into the end zone. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah. Silly, silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you oh. stand up and yeah, you didn't pat your head three times. Exactly. Oh, come on now, this is basic stuff. Scoreboard error. Yeah. And, and then we played Monopoly. Well, the, you're still friends. I thought that was the, the whole point of Monopoly. The classic just... original Monopoly with the actual rules from the rule book. Because like, it was a, it was an experiment. Um, oh, so we'll that thing, if, you, if you don't buy the thing you land on, you get it goes to auction, that kind of thing. Yes. Really? Yes, it is the rule of Monopoly. If you land on a tile and the person who lands on it doesn't want to buy it for the list value, it starts in an auction at 10 Monopoly whatevers. 10 Monopoly pounds. Yeah, or dollars or whatever. They've actually taken the pound symbol off now. Oh, the pound's sunk that low. It's uh... a... <laughs> Monopoly ding dolls. R- um, R- Rwandan, yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, you actually, yeah, you, you, you auction it off. And it was an absolutely brutal game, and it was a load of fun. And See, I'm, I'm surprised that you're all talking to each other, walking, you know, speaking to each other, or just speaking, period. Well, it only took 35 minutes, 40 minutes. What? Free game of Monopoly? Yes, with three people. Because once you've gone round the board, all the places get sold up. Then you end up landing on something really expensive and trading a couple of sets off. And then people start building really quickly and it becomes a really, you know... I don't think you were playing Monopoly. I I would hasten... Yeah, anyone who hasn't tried it and has got that perception of Monopoly, of it being a horrible family game and all these bad memories... It's there's in the rule book. There's literally a section called "Don't use your own house rules," also known as "This is complete BS." So, like, an aim there had things that. So, some families, for example, would whenever you pay a fine. Yeah, put it in the middle. Yeah, why? I don't know. Free money. Yeah. When you land on free parking, you get that free money. It's like that's not the game. That's nowhere does that exist. So oh, I'm shook. I'm shook to my core now. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's up, which way's up now. Yeah, I know. It's everyone. Every, every we were all like, oh, we'll give it a go because we got. A, you know, uh, my housemate Brownie had a set he bought for Christmas years ago. Never played. Yeah, because it would involve Christmas and Monopoly. Yeah. And involves like yeah. But playing no, it, no it more, actually, no more and, and with the auctioning, that was a lot of fun because you could sit there and drive the prices up for people, or and then get then get left holding the baby when they backed out um and you can't yeah the other thing is you can't then you can't loan money but you can do deals at any time wow so a lot of the time it was like oh you owe me like four hundred dollars well give me that property and i'll count that as three just you know sell me that for three hundred wow okay yeah, it's really it, it was it was very enlightening so we're actually everyone was like yeah so if you haven't played Monopoly with the actual rules, what I would do is sit there and read the rule book and uh, make sure you don't make up your own ones and actually give it a go if you've got a copy knocking around somewhere. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel confused. I know. 
gaming madness. And then, uh, what did we play? Uh, Managers of Madness. Speaking of madness, yeah. Yeah, speaking of madness. Madness. Uh, all in all, a pretty good uh, game site. But I'm, a bit, then, I'm a bit envious. Yeah, no, it was a bit mad. So, actually playing games. This is quite fun. Yeah, I remember these things. <laughs> so, I remember playing things. Yeah. So, we thought we'd do a bit of socialising before I get sent off into the back end of nowhere for a month. <laughs> oh, it could always be worse. It could be the front end of nowhere. Oh, that's true. Don't want to go there. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, <laughs> because of the way it's transpired, I've uh, yeah not been able to do uh, any hobby. So the hobby wheel of focus has failed. Is that what you're saying? No, because it wasn't like I did random bits of hobby. <laughs> it was just, did not make focused. So you know, fundamentally, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> was focused on doing nothing. I just yeah didn't have a chance to get any hobby done can we spin the the fez's wheel of hobby um excuses now to see what reason comes up on that <laughs> if you make it i'll spin it <laughs> okay uh, that sounds like a challenge right if you have yeah. ideas for um fez's wheel of, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah of we're, wheel of ho- hobby <laughs> excuses there was a new series of insert popular series uh well, one division got finished off. Uh, there you go. See, look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Snowpiercer, new episode of that came out. That's pretty good. I was really motivated to do something, and then I I turned on insert streaming service. Oh, I finished Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Which one? Uh, it's one and two, the remastered version. It's the good ones. Is what yeah. I'm looking for. Right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> So, but I complete. I've completed the game with every single character now. And I was like, "That's probably enough, Ed." Oh my dear lord! I know I've not been good, but then hey, you know. But you have you have got some powers now to put together. So yeah, I'm sitting here um, just demold lining these plastic uh, powers. I'm I'm, so, I'm still to be convinced. If I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're cleaning up easier than the, the gun crew of Doom. Uh, yes, I, I've experienced the gun crew of Doom. That's not fun. But then every now and then I find, like, there's a guy who's got a Bren gun barrel stuck to someone else's arm in the weird... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said arm then, right? Yeah, arm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, in just this very strange... I don't know how that's happened, other than it's come out of the mould... Is it too close to the next figure? Is that what's happened? Maybe, but it looks like it's moulded on. Oh. I've only got one of those sprues as well, because that would be annoying. Is that a feature? It's not a very good one if it is. <laughs> okay. I know, I've got two of those sprues. And the other one, the guy's legs are snapped off, so... Oh, dear. Reselling these new figures. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying it how it is. So this is the are they the same figures though as the original metal box set? No, no, they're all right. Okay, so these are completely new figures as well. They're not the they're just... new cat sculpts. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ten four. Gotcha. So yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, boys. I I've had trouble clearing cleaning up the like the gun crew, and I've actually stopped like trying. 
I think it's just a bit nicer not to actually have them with flat bits on their heads and stuff. So I'll see how that comes out. I'm not. I'm going to try and disguise it with painting rather than actually trying to clear up some of the mold lines. Yeah. Like run and run the mold line as like the two areas between camo colours, for example, and things. See if I can do something with it that way. Just just accept the what they are, what they are, and. Uh, yeah, I mean they're going to be all right from like five feet, which is you know gaming eyeballs. But yeah, Let's see how we get on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sound pensive. Well, I'm just I'm just sitting there looking at these guys, and I don't know by the time I finish mold on it. I mean they are they've got more detail than the other ones, but. That seems like a lot of work. Is, is it a, a reward versus effort? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Okay. I mean, yes, I remember when I did the, their um, the metal paras years ago. You know, it's, it's still a lot of cleaning up of metal figures and that. It's, oh yeah. But yeah, yeah but it just sound like you're getting a lot more miscasts as well. This uh, it's about six figures, I think. Yeah, which well, I remember having like a couple of figures that were miscasting them. Original Paris. Yeah. Are, are they redeemable miscasts, or some of them are like, are, are you really need to do something with them? Well, a couple of them just need to be glued back together, but a couple have only got half a rifle. Oh, okay. With their very unfortunate molded end, where it's only half filled the mold, which makes it rather phallic, which is quite hilarious. Oh, dear. I thought that, I actually thought that was a when you sent the picture. I thought that was a stain gun. Yeah, no, it's a rifle. <laughs> oh, okay. Could you make it a stain gun? Is that easier than? Maybe. Just thinking. You know, you get that whole thing where you get all that, you know, entitled. You're like, well, what what I paid for? Well, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not saying it's not defective. I was just thinking. Yeah. I don't know if you need every figure that they give you. Overs. I haven't done the maths. Yeah. So I'm going to. Are the Fortune Maker the same as the Paris? I... Are they the same material? No. Mm, I, I, can't remember, I can't remember if they're the thermoplastic or the, the original soft plastic. I oh. think they're, soft, they're thermoplastic. Which, uh, I'm losing track of which one's which now. The thermoplastic's a new one. Okay. Okay. Did you Google it? Uh, no, it's just, I just wondered, because I, I knew it was about the same time as the other Paris came out. Yeah, that's the, the US Paris are still the hard plastics, aren't they? From no, so the US, the US Paris they? also the, either the soft or the, or the resin. Yeah, oh, the yeah, so the beach or whatever it was. Yeah, but that's a sprue with the Germans on. It's a combined sprue. Oh, okay. So the American Paris that came out for the D-Day book are are new sculpts, but you know with um, one of these plastic technologies. Oh, if I remember correctly, color me surprised. I'll take it back if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. I'm looking it up now because I did not realise that. No. America. Buy the Flames of War American patch for the army bag that's still not been released. 
Well, I'm now up to month four of waiting for my Bradleys and US Mech Infantry to arrive from Belfort. <laughs> they actually sent me an email saying, do you want to cancel your order or hold it? He goes, I want to hold it because, you know, that's a very vital building block of my army. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, I've invested. Thanks. <laughs> can, you, can you do it in a Geordie voice like on Big Brother? Dear 17, Lee is still waiting <laughs> for his US mechanized infantry. Lee no, is I wasn't a bit. No. Most of our listeners yeah. won't understand that. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I get we're big in Canada. Yeah, do they have Big Brother in Canada? I think they call it America, but yeah. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh Mountie. Why is our patron intake halved overnight? So. Yeah. yeah, oh no. <laughs> That's right, Canadians are, you know, have a regular sense of humour and never the, never the better. So it's. Uh... <laughs> Insert more hockey sticks. Insert more hockey sticks. It's going to be fine. You can ride it out. I can't even find the living American. Oh, oh. oh Lord. Oh, there, no, I'm looking at the wrong section. It's my fault. My fault. T-Day American section. I was going for all the old stuff on the website. What, the wrong website? or the? No, the right website, the wrong section oh. of that website. Okay. Because, you know. Reasons. Reasons. Da, 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 da. Free French. Plastic rifle company plastic. Parachute rifle company plastic. Yeah, well, okay. Right. But what kind of plastic? Oh, stand by. Oh. 26 oh. infantry teams. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, they look resiny, resin. Resiny, <laughs> resin. They resin. look like gun team plastic. Oh, okay. Because they are light blue. Okay. So you go. That's the US, right? Yeah. Because they're 2018. Okay. Whereas the ones I've got are the slightly harder. They're 2020, aren't they? Or 2019. 2019. Yeah. Back we had an open day for them. Oh. Memories all alone in the moonlight. So I have got a day set aside this week entirely for hobby. Okay. What what kind of hobby though? Because you probably need. Well, we, we need to um, roll the yeah. roll the old wheel of fez, don't we? To see. I'm going to. I'm doing it to see what this hobby is going to be to add to the list to do to with all the, the stuff in the last episode. <laughs> what was the last episode? German gliders. Yeah. The Brit BF. Oh dear, Eddie. Um, yeah, you took extra rolls, didn't you? You're being cocky. You went for a yeah. How's that working out for you? Yep. It's great. Oh. <laughs> and then all the east and the east front German Panzer Grenadiers. Yes. Oh yes, where you were going to do the half tracks for because I remember calling. Yeah. Quote, that was easy. Quote. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. All right. So I'm going to add to the roll, and it, I'll get those all done in a day. Honestly, I first, I first like realms of chaos where it stops. You can stop rolling at any time because you're getting closer and closer to getting chaos spawns. Yeah, <laughs> what point does any turn into a spawn? You hope you... to add that as a listing. What a right. spawn! Are you ready? Yes, I uh, yes. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Oh my god, you're turning to crazy frog then. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. 
Well, I don't think I don't think twenty twenty one needs that coming back. God it's, Almighty, it's different. What crazy frog or? No, no, the the, oh. the 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 result. I've not had this one before. It is no. bolt action. Okay. So I'm loading up my bolt action project list. That's a World War Two game, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Other twenty eight yeah. World War Two games are available. Um, are they? And it's German Forschenjäger. <laughs> so more camo smocks. More camo smocks, but this time in 28mm. Good luck with that. Uh, been okay. there, done that. I'll, just, I'll do a character or something. I'll lessen the... Uh... That needs to go on the excuse list. You are just reducing... I'll just yeah, I just I just do it. I just do insert smaller version of actual. Yeah. <laughs> insert smaller version. I, I don't think yeah. we should be giving that as advice on this show. <laughs> well, it depends. Yeah, don't, don't insert yeah. the bigger version. That's for sure. So. No, exactly. <laughs> Need a run up for that. Um... Like throwing a chipolata down the M1. For all our uh, overseas listeners, M1's a motorway. Yes. Gibraltar is a small sausage. <laughs> oh, Chihuahua, that's a small dog. Yeah. yeah. Jokes are amazing when you have to just. I was going to say, it made it funny having to explain it. I'd explain Operation Utrecht to our Canadian listeners. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway, Michael Barrymore. Michael Barrymore. Talk of the watch list. Duncan, how's your painting been going? <laughs> Um, it, it's been derailed. The, the schedule is, yeah, as we said, it's on, it's on rapidly on fire. But I'm still, yeah, going like all right. Come in and thrown down your schedule and just rummaged around and thrown more and thrown, uh, thrown stuff at you. Go take this. Yeah, you should definitely do this. Well, I'm looking back at February now. February was quite productive. February was twice as productive as January overall. So I painted 84 teams in in February total. And uh, so far in March, I've painted another six. I think so, I've off my hobby. I have, yeah. I've, 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 well, some of it was just getting stuff done that I had on, on, you know, in in the pile for a while. So I got the um, Bootstood Company done. Right. So I've had that for the twenty first pounds for ages. So that's the full Bootstood Company. So that was um, thirteen, no, ten. Yeah, ten. Bootstugs, and then I also remembered that I had some broom bars, so I threw them. I did the broom bars too. Uh, I love broom bars. Broom bars are underrated. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're awesome looking beasties. Once you get the um, hmm? Once you get the shirts and on it. Um, yeah, mine were the resin and plastic version. Yeah. I don't know if there's a full plastic say, one coming out. Say but, no more. <laughs> yeah. Put it this way. Only half of them have the shirts and on there. <laughs> because I, I thought, no, this is stupid. But the other ones I got, like the rails and things, and so it looks like they've been either hurried to the front or, you know, been not, through some repairs. Not, yeah, I've gone through a bush and the plates have fallen off. Yeah, so I, I drilled out some holes as well to so make them look like they're a bit riddled with gunfire and stuff like yes. that. So. Yeah, I'm quite happy with them. I, I think they're going to be absolute junk. I've had, I had a look at the the rules for them, and I think they're a bit um, they're a bit underwhelming. But I they look so cool. They're going you're to not turn playing up. a seat fight, I think. Yeah, it's, uh... 
Um, I think if you're playing a city fight, they're just really expensive. Um, the gun's 87. So it's not really threatening anything. So you're, you're, you're lobbing stuff. They're almost like a better off firing a barrage than they are firing directly, which I'm, I'm not sure they should be. But um, there you go. Here's what it is. They look cool. They're going to assault some stuff because they're an assault tank. Stern Panzer. Um, and what else did I paint? I painted, I painted a load of Jeeps, which weren't on the schedule. So I painted 24 Israeli Jeeps. Oh. Um, yep, so they got done. They got done for Fate of a Nation. After our paratrooper talk last time around, um, I was like, oh, hmm. Hmm. Maybe I'll just, yeah, sort those out. So we've got those done. And then I've done, a, I've actually started doing some objectives as well, just as a little break. So I finished off a Dutch objective for Luke, um, which was a, a M577 that Mark printed. Um, okay. It wasn't completely altruistic um, because I wanted to try uh, doing cobblestone roads or doing like, you know, urban-esque bases. Yeah. And I thought, I'll give that a whirl, see how it comes out and it looks on that. Well, I was pretty pleased how it came out. So I think I'm going to carry on doing that. I actually got another, um, I used the Green Stuff World rollers. Yeah. And I just, uh, I found another UK supplier of those that actually had a, a few left over. Because the problem is, because they're based, I, I think they're based in Spain. Right. Oh. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. So trying to get them directly from the manufacturer is going to be a bit tricky. So I picked up another one, which is arrived yesterday, which is 15 millimeter pavement. So it's like can cir- or half circles of cobbles. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So they're like little, they're like little rolling pins. So I'm going to try the, and. The, the idea of these is you you lay a flat layer of green stuff. Yep. Yeah. So what I did, yeah, what I did is I laid a flat layer of green stuff over probably three quarters of the base and then uh, rolled the rolling pin across it. Um, you have to press quite hard to, you know, make it um, actually impre- imprint properly. Mm-hmm. And then I took a, um, a sharp hobby knife and just a straight edge and then cut a diagonal across one corner because then I wanted to do a curb, see if I could do a curbstone. So I then used just... Um, the flat edge of a coffee stirrer and some other bits and bobs to create like a dip and then the curb stones and then um, then just had grass after, on the other side. They're quite good. Yeah, it, so it came out all right. Yeah, it's really good. So um, I, again, it's not, it wasn't completely altruistic because that's what I want to do for my um, British. So the problem I had is that the, they do the rubble bases for the infantry and things, but they only do medium and small bases. Yes. So where you got like the the Keith Flint list has got obviously both his guns and twenty five pounders and seventeen pounders. Like, I didn't really want to have that just being completely plain green grass ba- like base yeah. as well. So I thought actually that even if I don't do them as rubbled, they could be on the outskirts of the town if that makes sense. Which yeah. makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other stuffs going in, and then the six pounders are obviously on medium bases, so I can probably fiddle around with the medium like normal infantry bases and fill in some holes on those and then just like, use them as gun bases yeah. but it's just, i do think it's weird that they've got no there's no large base option i don't know why that is but i just thought it's it was odd. Awesome. it might be a case so if you remember towards the end of like version three that artillery used to come with scenic bases a lot of time oh you're right the resiny ones yeah, yeah. Oh, i didn't so, think of that 
So it might be the case because they had fat at the time. They just didn't, yeah. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I've just been mucking around with, with those bits. I actually bought some Milliput because I think green stuff might get a bit expensive if I'm doing too many bases. I thought actually Milliput might be cheap. I've never used it before, but it's like three quid for a massive box of it rather than, you know, twice as much. For, I think it's about six quid, I think, for a foot now of green stuff. Oh, well. It seems to have gone up quite a bit. I don't know for why, but yeah, we'll see how that comes out. But um, apart from that, I've now also got Luke. So the the objective was a thank you for Luke because he's built uh, my Centurions, my um, the rest of my M113s and my Cobras for my Iranians. So all the Iranian vehicles are now built, I think. Yeah, all of them are built. Um, it's just the Bessage that aren't built now. Nice. So, yeah, many things have been have now been added to the list. So, yeah, um, it's been busy. Productive, but busy. Yeah. And I'm currently painting, as we speak, the gun teams for my beach bums. So I've got um, the 7.5-centimetre guns, the HMGs, and the 12-centimetre mortars. So these aren't on the list either. So I've now had to add a schedule, a, a, a column to my painting list that says scheduled and unscheduled, <laughs> which is a bad you, sign. I heard you're doing something for Italy as well now. Uh, yes. Yeah, I had a look through them actually the other day. Um, so yes, you, you guys kind of got me my fourth uh, SDK. I've said 251 slash 17C for my Hermann Goering company. Da, da, da. Which made me so happy because they you just can't give them for love nor money. I can't I can't believe you've managed to unearth one from somewhere. So <laughs> I have I had three and uh, no I had four I had four and then the fourth one was Kanakid and uh, even when I approached Battlefront and said this one's Kanakid they went yeah sorry don't make yeah. them anymore we'd love we'd love to replace it for you honestly that there's no problem oh, but. Yeah, we don't actually have them, so and I was like, oh, oh shoot. But um, yeah, so I'm gonna. I've been looking at those as well. I've got a bit of a quandary about those because I've got. Uh, I found that I actually had a Hermann Goering infantry um, blister rather than the Pioneer ones, and I'm wondering if I should do that because I use those for my one platoon for my Luftwaffe field division for Normandy. So I've got a Luftwaffe field division platoon. Um, so I'm wondering if I should do that now as a second one. Uh, those and then I can actually use them as a a beach defender company for Luftwaffe Field Division as well. Cool, but I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's been it's been February is busy. It's a short month, but it's a busy month. I think you stole on my hobby mojo. That's what it is. Well, I actually think Lee stole stolen some of my hobby mojo because he painted a lot more complicated things than me, and it seems to just just wolves through them. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I was painting for um, finishing all the helicopters in the world, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the, hel- the helicopters were covered previously in the infantry as well. I th- so I think since the last episode, it's been the Su 25s, the six Su 25s. Six of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which you just hammered through. And then four Gaskins, which apparently took me two days for some reason, which I was not expecting. I've been caught flat footed by my own progress. So I'm, going to, I'm just currently on my table right now, just finished assembling four geckos. How now, how were the Gaskins, the plastic 
new BRDM kit? Were they so nice the actual, to assemble the, and Yes, the BRDM component of it, the actual whole, um, you know, little whole wheels, that kind of thing, really nice. Um, small join line where the upper hole meets the lower line. That's, oh, you could ignore it up to a little bit of filling. It doesn't really make much difference. Um, the spandrel and the BRDM bits look like they go together great. Unfortunately, mm. I was going for the SA9, mm. the actual um, surface Oh, system. yeah. And there, it's just like, I'm guessing the guy at lunch break or something, because it, just, it feels like the kit goes dramatically downhill when you get to that bit. <laughs> oh, really? The actual, I mean, the actual missile canisters are fine. They're cool. Apart from the fact, there's a, when you put the two houses together, there's still a large gap. No matter how much you trim down, whatever you go, there's still a fairly large gap between the upper and lower half. And every, every time I see them, Everywhere, everyone's got the same gap, so it's not just me messing hmm. it up, it just seems to be a recurring thing. How weird, yeah. I mean, that gap runs down when I mean, the, the two halves of the mast have to, um, the view like they're um, the gunner's, gunner's position that's a little window. And A, that window is four times as big as it is in real life for some reason. It's like it's literally about the width of the mast in reality. And for, for this one, it's like a widescreen TV. <laughs> and, but, and, and that term, the two halves run right down the middle of it, so you can't get a flat glazing because there's this massive line going down the middle. Oh. So it's like, oh, what? if you had it made it so big, that probably wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's a bit weird. I mean, I mean put it together, it, it doesn't look too bad. It's um, probably better than the old metal kit was in terms of building that. But um, it's a bit disappointing compared to the other two. Get out the kit. Hmm. But. The, the actual kit itself, though, is yeah, yeah, nice. plastic's nice. Hmm. Yeah, like I say if you're buying if you're buying a suspend, if you buy the gaskins, it's still pretty good because, like I say, compared to the old one, resin metal that kind of I've, thing. I've got the resin metal one, and that was unpleasant. Yeah, so it might be quite a gap- small hole. Yes, it is. Yeah, so if you don't mind a bit of gap filling, it's you know tolerable. Um, and like I say, the other two versions look nice. The fit it goes together really quick. It's like it's more than battlefront thing where. They really cleverly engineered how the, the part counts, so the bits go together. Which I think might be what hurt their, um, their um, SA9, because if they made that kind of, like, the canopy bit a separate bit, it probably would have gone together much better in terms of the actual split down the middle. But, um, yes, I mean, get, I mean, I've been saying forever that the BRDM should be a plastic kit, you get so many variants out, and every Warsaw player has at least a reason to buy at least two or three of them. So, yeah. yeah. It's nice that it finally did get a plastic kit. Is that from the new starter, or is that just a separate box you got? This is a separate box. I, yeah, I haven't got the same starter. I bought the bits separately. Okay. So I bought... There's a box of four. So I bought all four as um, Gaskins. And how are those geckos? Because they're a big old lump of resin and metal, aren't they? They are. Bit, yeah. So I finally finished sticking on all the wheels, because each has got six six metal wheels. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, all the wheels in the world. I've noticed a couple of them, the middle wheel doesn't touch. There's a slight warp to the hole. That's only yeah. slight, so I'll probably ignore it for the most part. Yeah, it's cool. It looks like, it looks like a gecko. The, that's a horrific amount of anti-aircraft suddenly appearing as well. It seems suspicious to me that you've invested heavily in air and then now I'm equally investing heavily in anti-air. It's, it's just, it's just mm. the nature of how I bought these things. It's just a, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. I've got the Gaskins, the geckos, and the discos. <laughs> yeah. 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 And as yeah, well, no, I was going to paint. I was going to paint the tours, but unfortunately, the tours and have to get a, a, have to put a, store, a ticket in because for some reason, the bits, one of the bits are massively oversized or undersized because they just don't line up at all. Oh really? Yeah. So the the, 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 the Mr. Rocket pods is made of three bits, 
got the turret bit. You've got the um, rocket pod itself, and you've got oh, the bit yeah, at the back yeah. that has all the uh, the back end of the rocket pod plus all the mechanism. And when I put the two yeah. together, the rocket, the back of it was huge. It's just, um, it basically you know, it's like a massive step up in the rocket pod. What should be a flat surface. Yeah, and like I say, no one else, no one else's looks like that. Everyone else's is flush, whereas mine would not. You know, I could not sand this down. Can I sand down? Be taking material off, and you know, it just wouldn't be. I make it structurally compliant. It's like either the rocket pod is shrunk, which I suspect is the case because normally it's the shrinkage is the issue, or the, or the back end is oversized, which doesn't seem very likely. It hasn't shrunk enough, I guess, could be there. So, what are you going to replace that with on the on the aforementioned schedule? Like, what's next? Because um, you seem to bounce through those gaskins quickly. So, yeah. So my aim, so I did, if I can do those gaskins in two, basically what amounts to three days, I'm going to try and get the Tunguskas done next, Ooh. in hopefully a week. Then try and get the geckos done, oh, some the week, and then squeeze in if I can for be the extra BMP freeze to get like a nine, um, eleven, eleven strong BMP free company. Um, oh my god! And that gets most of my Soviet kit done at that point. At that point, it will just be the toss and the um, four Ravelheins do. Which must be quite nicely ahead of schedule if that if that holds true. So yeah. So well done, you guys! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh dear God! He's <laughs> so far behind. It's fine. Everything's fine. No pressure. It's a fun hobby. <laughs> I was saying before we came on, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been over a year since we last played at Dice Saloon. We had that little game during the first socially yep. distanced thing we could do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we still, we still mm-hmm. got a love for the hobby, such that we're talking rubbish about it a year later on a fortnightly basis yeah well so far this year i've painted uh 44 things teams in january 85 in february and six in march so that's a hundred of over 135 so i'm I'm ahead of where i want to be so yeah to your point is um yeah we're just filling that void up at the moment with stuff waiting for to use said stuff yeah I don't know what, what I want to use first now. Hmm. Well, that's going to be my next painting competition at the Guildford Games Club. Oh, what are you going to paint? Uh, what are you going to use first? Yeah, like your first game, the competition is to paint that entire force, everything for that first game. Oh my god. From scratch? No, or whatever you need doing for it. Oh, okay. Not like a whole army from scratch. I was just like, well, it Jesus. could be, if that's what they want to do. Someone's ambitious. Mein Gott. Mein Gott. But yeah, if you've got... Mein Gott in Himmel. To be fair, we've probably got long enough that you could do that if you wanted. Uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> what? Deep old islands make me tired. What's this all about? Yeah, it's very strenuous activity. Flagging. He's flagging. It right. is. Yeah. We're going to talk to you and whose army? Yeah, you and. Yeah. You and. So... <laughs> T80s. There's a question. TA? Yeah. What's that? So I've got a question. So, Silla McCarthy, um, who, like I say, our 20th patron, um, put a comment up on one of our posts asking, Hello, guys, a couple of questions. Shall we be doing this in like a Liverpool accent? Is this a, oh, that's a black. Right, okay. Um, oh, God. Have you. <laughs> 
19 Patreons. Yep. Uh-huh. Have you thought about a Discord, Discord channel? Uh, put on the do list. Um, two, building an army from two Team Yankee Soviet World War Three starter boxes. I'm struggling to find a point with T80 Shop Company. Ideas, please. Like the idea, be, idea being hitting on fours, but once you put the min strength platoons in, it doesn't leave much. No, it doesn't. Um, no. Uh, those points go very quickly. So, um, Duncan and I have both put together a list for this. I think uh, Eddie's going to feign off get game time for it. <laughs> yeah, I was too busy actually playing games to be thinking about games. So you're rubbing it in. Uh, by, well, my, it my, my two cents on it was the fact that I think we've said it before, to reiterate that from the previous podcast, is that the shock company itself, because I'm basically up the memory that you can get the T-80s, but not as the hit-on-four version, right? The T-80s aren't just the shock company. Yes, you can get you can get both versions, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good so and we, not good. When we did the book, I believe we said that they are pretty much in there. It's nice that they're in there, because it means that if you're starting off, you can make a very small legal army quickly. Mm-hmm. That won't be absolutely terrible. But it's pretty bad, but it won't be terrible. Yeah. yeah, but it's not where the strength of the TAT list lies. No, and I think if you've already committed, if you've already bought two boxes, then you've already got yourself over the threshold where you really be thinking about the shot company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're already uh, committed enough to be doing a proper Soviets. Committed in the sense that you need to be, you know, locked be away. Or, yeah. <laughs> no, that was my that was my thinking. To be honest, when I was looking at it it was you know two box sets you you have enough stuff that you don't have to you know cut cut the corner if you like and do the shot company i think our summation was that the the t80 is good enough where hitting on fours doesn't matter i think because what yeah yeah most stuff bounces off you got the rate of fire one gun you need holes basically to get shots down range and the shot company obviously isn't doing that yes you're surviving longer but you're still only putting out one shot per tank you're not you're not putting the strengths of the Soviets to the maximum, which is more holes. So yeah, even with the T80, you still need that, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. What did you guys come up with then? Um, so I looked at the the T80. Um, so I didn't go for the shot company, um, but I put in eight T80s. No, seven T80s. So I can't remember how many you get in the starters now. I think it's four, isn't it? It's five in the start. Oh, it's five. So you've got plenty of yeah capacity if you want to increase in that. But that I mean they're they're not they're not cheap. They're quite pricey. So so uh, yeah, three for was it just under or just over seven points per tank? It works out as. So I've got one commander, then uh, three T80s, and another three T80s. Um, then the bulk of it actually is in the BMP3s. I'd, I'd not thought about this previously, but I put in a BMP3 company, like the rifle, rifle company in formation. Yeah. But I've got the... And again, I can't remember. How many is it? Is it two? Yeah, two in the box, yeah. yeah. So you so have four you, in total. Enough for a small platoon. Yeah, so um, you need another box or so because um, I went for the full big potato version of the BMP3s. Um, so there's actually 12 of them. <laughs> Well, I just think that they're they're doing for you what the in other armies like you, you you've got other tanks doing that if that makes sense because their their missiles 
really good. Really, oh, really okay. good. I see what you mean. So you can set them up and just essentially have them lobbing that missile um, or supporting your infantry as they, you know, either sit there and, and guard an objective or actually go towards the enemy. So I went full potato on that. I went like, yeah, the big company and they've all got um, RPG 7VRs. So the upgraded RPGs, because I thought, well, if you're going to invest in that, because it's a flat upgrade, yeah. you get it for two points for everyone. So at that point, you might as well get it you know, get the most bang for your buck if you like. Um, so that's 10 AKs, nine RPGs, two two LMGs, and then 12 BMPs. And I put I threw in the grenade launcher as well, just to give me another BMP, but you don't have to do that. Um, just because it's another two points for another stand and BMP3. Um, and then I've got the two BRDM um, scouts next in formation, uh, three carnations, two shilkers, and then four gaskins. And that's all in formation. It's impressive. That's a hundred points. Not quite. You got in support. I put in a BMP observer and then three storms with the spiral six. Because there are only three points, and I thought that gives you another high high value um, anti tank missile. Nice. That, that means you. Well, it means you can freeze up your your T80s to kind of ramble around and and move rather than having to sit there and be that threat to other high end armor. Yeah, but yeah, that that rounds out. It says ninety six points in formation, and then those little tweaks outside of that. But I think yeah, it just works better. It's a strong formation. You got ninety six points of it in. Yeah, and a lot of it's in the infantry, which you know. And if the worst comes to worst, you've got those two BM B B D R Ms. You just go and hide somewhere if you don't need them. Mm-hmm. So you know, go and sit back in cover. They're not going to do anything, but they're not going to die. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, again, I think that the T80s are pretty rock, uh, you know, in that in that list. Seven of them's a lot to take down, and I think that the other thing is that you have got the distraction of the huge or the big BMP3 company that's just going to again take a lot of focus away from people. I think for me, the 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 thing with that is you've got to split people's high end firepower, split their attention. And if you can do that with other assets apart from the T-80s, I think that works better. Yeah, yeah. We... What did you your, go for, Lou? Your answer for a T-80 company is to take a BMP-3 company. <laughs> well, only because it's information, but I yeah, think... I <laughs> but I actually think the BMP-3s are the distraction. Yeah. So they're, they're, the, they're the thing that people are going to focus on and go, oh my God, I need, I need to deal with that in some way. And actually that leaves your T-80s then to freeze them up a bit to just go and do their thing. I mean, been on the receiving end of them, watching tow missiles just bounce off. I mean, it's you've really got to focus on those T-80s, and if you don't, they're just going to run absolutely amok. Yeah. And I, th- I think you need you need quite a lot of AA if you're running T-80s as well, because they that's going to be your big threat, I think, to to your, to your actual fighting tanks. So you know, Apaches or do you think A-10s, Lee? Oh, yeah, I mean, A-10s are a threat, could be a threat to you, no matter which way you go. But like I say, you've got the Gaskins to sort of worry about that. And the plus, you'll no doubt have the man pad. you got the man pad in the infantry? No, I didn't, I didn't go with the man pad. I went with the um, grenade launcher, but you can go with the man pad as well. Yeah, I'd go with the man pad over the grenade launcher, yeah. The grenade launcher's yeah. cool, but only if you already have the man pad. Uh, <laughs> the grenade launcher, I got in more for, yeah, an extra BMP, but also I just thought it gives you an extra longer range 
and the infantry weapon. Yeah. You've got the two light machine guns, but yeah. it's either or. It's mainly there to get an extra BMP in. But um but yeah, I think you do need that. And I actually I actually I had to have a little chat with myself because I put in originally um four um uh what are they called? The ones with the guns and missiles. It's completely escaped me. Tunguskas. Tunguskas. I put four Tunguskas in originally. And I had to look at that and go, mm, I'm not sure about that. That's cause it's just because it's all your eggs in one basket. And if someone wants to crack that basket, it's all in one place. Ah, uh, you see, right? Where I see it, it might be all the eggs in one basket, but what a basket. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, big proponent of single basket anti-aircraft systems. Well, no, not a single basket. I got, you always got your man-pad team in the infantry plus the Gaskins. It's kind of a... They're not... They're the biggest egg in the basket, but it's not yeah, but not biggest basket, but it's not the only basket, yeah. So, so what did so, you go for in your list? So how did it say I wouldn't take a shot company? I actually, I actually decided to see if I could do a list that you ran the shot company to see. If it was oh really? Possible. Yeah. Ooh, so saucy. I went with um, a TAT shot company HQ, obviously. So that's ten points because obviously this isn't really <laughs> a cheap, a cheap throwaway. I then went with two platoons of three T-80s, um, both with mine plows. Because, mine plows? Yeah, because one thing I've learned is you have a high-value asset and the enemy has mine mindlets, they will drop the mindlets and make them store me straight away. So okay. the mine plows basically mean negate that as a tactic against me and keep me going, moving forward. Um, I then went, like you, rifle company, but I only went for... The mid-strength one, the six AK stands, um, five RPG VRs, two P, uh, P, P, PKM, all in six BMP threes. So you have to get two extra BMP threes on someone. But hey, eBay's a thing, right? Yeah. Um, I then went with the other purchase for this because yeah. So so far we've got the two boxes, the infant, an infantry blister or company, I should say, two extra BMP threes, and now two to a box of Tunguskas. Because, yeah, why not? Four points, you get two Tunguskas, uh, giving you the AA, AA option or your missile option. But as you say, it's it's one basket, so I also put in four Gaskins using the BRDM chassis you get in the box. And then finally, I used the recce slot to give um, two um, BRDMs, which has to come from support, because I don't believe you can have them in, in formation. Uh, what were the shock ones or the... I think in the shock ones, you only get the only options you have really? BMP two and BMP one. I could be wrong. I have to check the book, hmm. but okay, I vaguely recall that. So you know, you mostly, I most it still gives me seven T80s, which is what you had in your force. Yep. Um, admittedly, yeah, I got half the BMP threes, or near half the BMP threes. Um, if you didn't want to go to Nguski, you could obviously swap out two Tunguskas for four Shulkers. Um, yep. Depends how you want to go on that. Obviously, that's two boxes you have to buy rather than one box. But I thought, you know, I thought I wasn't actually having, having poo-poo the shot company. That wasn't a bad force. Um, if I if I, if I I think about what I take as a non-shot company, I probably had to end up with the same number of T-80s, just more BMP-3s like you had and more than Guskins. Yeah. I think somewhere around the seven to eight T-80s is probably enough. Yeah. I think if you've got too many more than that. You're you're sinking too many points into yeah into the T80. Because when I looked at this previously, I was looking at the article I wrote previously on this, and the actual non-shock unit I had 
had still had seven T80s, but it had nine BMP3s in the motor rifle company, four Tunguskas, and a TOS um, battery in it. So yeah, that's a lot of extra units you get for the same number of T80s in the main part. Yeah, I, 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 I'm denied about the TOS battery. I think the, the problem you have is that you need to take something else to get the observer, which yeah. I, I completely understand. And you can run them without the observer. It's just handier to have that. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously you're skill four on the actual HQs in the formation, so it yeah. makes it a bit more viable. Well, yeah, and they're, they're also not in formation, whereas the carnations are, which is always a, mm-hmm. a nice touch. Yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, I, I like the carnation. I think it's a very useful little field I gun. Think I think it's very underrated. I, I, I generally end up putting a unit in, because for five points, three of them's very good value, I think, for an artillery asset. Yeah. Not a Dana, it? It's not what? Not a Dana, though, is it? Uh no, it's not. It's not. It's really not. But <laughs> it's still I still think, yeah, it's a yeah, decent option. As an aside, talking about Tunguskas, uh obviously it's designed to replace the shulker. How big would you say the Tunguska is? Oh big. It's almost as big as a gecko. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was just building it. It's like it's the hole is just putting it's about Five millimeters shorter than a gecko and taller. <laughs> wow, it's taller than a gecko. Um, oh, because guns are actually no, it's not. Cause the radar, the radars um, on the gecko wow. are actually, but yeah, surprisingly big. I'm going to, have to clear some more space in the figure case for. <laughs> Bloody hell, yeah. Some height as well. By the sounds of it. Mm. Hmm. Impressive. That yeah. is nuts. Talking of nuts, um, shall we go to our listeners' questions? Do, 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 do. And officer answers. Uh, yes. So we have a couple from our patrons and a couple from the Facebook page. So um, our patron Jacob Hopkins asks, "What's better as support to Team Yankee Canadians, West German Mirage or American A10?" I think he means tornadoes, right? Yes, yeah. Yep. Yeah, West German tornadoes or American A10s. Tornadoes. Tornadoes, right? Yeah, the, the tornadoes are pretty cheap from memory as well. And those cluster bombs are sweet. I the with the T80 around the T the A10 gets a bit more justified because now that Maverick mm-hmm. missile isn't so overkill as it used to be. Yeah, but, I mean, A tank eight versus top armor, everything's top armor free, right? So it's just like it's still as good as, as it ever was even against T80s because you still don't get any sa- you know, the same save as any other tank. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think the, the versatility of the tornado is useful. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's a smaller points investment. Mind you, the Canadians can probably afford it, can't they? They've got some cheap options, so. Yeah. yeah. And the A10 does, yeah, does do a better job of staying out the threat envelopes as well because of the extra range you get in the Maverick. Oh, the standoff, yeah. Mm. That's true. Mm. Mm. Interesting. But then again, you get Panthers. Uh, Leopards with the uh, West Germans. Yeah, yeah you got you got once you you got to choose one or the other, don't you? It locks you in. Does yeah. Mm. So, so we're we going left, going tornadoes and West I Germans. Think, we're going tornadoes. Who doesn't love yeah. a doctor? <sighs> right. Well, a, sorry. Why can't the British? Why can't the British have tornadoes? 
Because our tornado is doing more important stuff like um, dying horribly trying to take out the airfields. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same thing, just flying in a straight line across the most heavily defended airspace there is in a battlefield. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I always wondered that. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, even the West Germans, their tornadoes would be doing a very similar thing. It really, it'd be what um, the Phantom, the old Phantoms, and their um, Alpha jets would be doing close air support for the West Germans. But it's not a core model, so they went with a tornado. Yeah, that's fair enough. I just remember from the Gulf War and stuff, you know, the tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Right, this one. I need to oxygenate, oxygenate myself. <laughs> it's a long old question. Exercises. There's, a lot, there's a lot of preamble. It's not so much a question as long as so there's just a lot of preamble before the question. Right. Context. Patron Andrew David asks, at some point last year, one of you lamented that you couldn't use captured vehicles in Team Yankee. Always was, was solved that a bit, but it got me thinking. In the 1980s, there was a rumour that the East German Army had a Panzer Grenade 150 light unit of M48s and M113s captured by the Vietnamese NVA from the ARVN that had been shipped to Europe. If a war started, the German NVA would use them to do what Scorsini's lists had units had hoped to do in 1944. The rumour was repeated in several books, even Stephen Zolag's great, in my opinion, Red Thrust being one of them. Perhaps not surprisingly, however, when the Cold War ended, no such unit was discovered. It had all been a hallucination. But the idea is pretty cool, and for non-tournament player, I've begun assembling some M48s, 113s, and NVA infantry to recreate such a unit. My question is, what type of rules would be useful for this sort of unit? The old Panzer version 3 Brigade, Panzer 150 rules. Some other way to make the unit's deceptive tactics playable on the tabletop, or am I potentially causing issues by introducing this idea to the game? (sighs) I'm sorry, can you say it again? I wasn't listening. Yeah, what was the first part? <laughs> <laughs> so East Germans with the M48s. Is yeah. Essentially... Basically, yeah. So Basically the getting... Was, the, the, yeah, the rumour was he had it captured M48s from Vietnam and then one right. taken into East Germany to then do a Scorsese 150-pounds of brigade style, you know. It is raining dogs and cats, but... <laughs> In in the Cold War, I'd say for a homebrew for a homebrew game that'd be quite cool. Um, I think that would be awesome. Well, do, 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 do decoy tanks still? They, they get spearhead, don't they? In the in the, in the bag Russian, yeah. Cars, don't they? By that point, you're already close enough, and you're normally firing at them. Yeah, because yeah, 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 enemy disguises were was a bit cumbersome back in the day. Um, I, I, yeah, so I, I'd say yes, do that. Give all the tanks spear, give all the units spearhead to reflect that. Getting close to the enemy and then have at it. As a home rule thing, it could be quite fun. I mean, take some photos and let us know how it went. Yeah, spearhead works. Although I don't know, this part of me was kind of like, until you shoot, it would be cool to have. Um, what's the your 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 gone to ground even if you move. Um, Scout. Scout. Yeah. I I think that would be cool to be like, we're going to drive along and, you know, I think until you shoot or get get hit against you. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, we're hiding, we're driving in these woods, we're just your friends. And then when you actually roll high enough to get a hit, it represents you being, hey, wait a minute, they're not our friends. Why why would you shoot an M48 though if you're a... Well, you're not. That's the thing. That role, that role, then becomes an abstraction of like, are they our friends? Aren't they our friends? Holy crap, they're not. 
So you're not actually shooting until you roll high enough to hit with the concealment and go to ground. Is that M48 rocket a 90mm? Don't all icons have got to go to 105? Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, that M48 looks way cooler than mine. It's got an amazing <laughs> muzzle brake. Kill it! <laughs> yeah, it had to be a morale test for like, do they can they bring themselves to kill that amazing looking tank? Well, it'd be uh, it'd be awkward if it was an Israeli tank, wouldn't it? <laughs> that Sherman looks rather large. Can you imagine being the West German guy that shoots an Israeli tank and just how much <laughs> hell you would get for it? <laughs> it's a difficult, it's a difficult conversation to have at HQ. I think at that point. Oh, I don't know. Cool, cool idea. Cool little thing. I've never heard that rumor. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting story. It's it yeah, it's a long way for a lot of captured vehicles to go, but I imagine, you know, I guess during the Cold War there was a resource to make it happen. Yep. Yes. The Americans flew back MIGs and everything from the from Young Kapoor and stuff like that. These ways captured up from around Nevada. It's uh Well see um, how they were yeah, so, so you can compare the MIG twenty one, get like you know, can get tactics for facing it, that kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Um so uh Another patron, Nathan Taylor, asks, are soft skin transports ever worth, ever worth it, given how fast infantry move? They seem just like an overpriced death trap. They are a death trap. They are an overpriced but, death trap. But I have, <laughs> I have found use for them in gun teams, though. Really? Yeah, because we had a game, didn't we, Lee? And your 17 pounders got stuck with your... Um, Paris because they yeah. had no toes. So we were playing lengthways, for example, and just they, yeah, got left behind. I, I know Martin has, as Booth discussed, the idea of using the, with, with the likes of um, those big 100 millimeter guns he has in his Soviet yeah. force. The idea of having this, using the soft cut, um, soft skins car to just move them if, if the enemy basically does wise up and stays clear of them, just move them across. Because, yes. They might die, but at that point, we're not really doing anything if I'm sitting around doing nothing. True. I, I think there's, there's mileage there. I mean... And what, I think, what's the soft skin mm, save? Is it a five or four up? I can't remember now. Four, I think, cut on my head. So that's pretty much the same as the... It's the gun team. The gun team, without, obviously, you lose gun shield, but hey. If you're moving, there's a good likelihood you're not getting gun shield anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So gun teams could be a, a winner then. Well, yeah, it's just the point. I mean, if you're investing, you know, with those 100 mils or 17 pounds or something like that, you're investing 12 points in guns. Yeah. And and someone just ignores them because they are towed guns, then it's, yeah, it's a point which makes them not ignorable. That is very. In, that would also help with the Flak 88s in mid-war as well. Uh, yeah, because they're, they're mobile guns, aren't they? Yeah, you get stuck. And then they, you know, the battle carries on. Especially the, other, the other interesting thing you could do is if you did have tow guns with that, is you can put them in reserve. Whereas you can't do that if they're immobile. True. You, uh, you might not want to, but, you know, it gives you an option. Well, they're not. Yeah, most guns, are, they have a dash value, don't they? But it's only like two inches. Yeah. I don't think that's, yeah. You can dash on the board and go, hi. Uh, apart from that, though, I don't, I don't know why... It, I guess it's the size of the playing surface, but yeah, a soft skin truck for a infantry unit is probably not worth the point. It would only come in, yeah. It only it would only ever work on a road network mega game where you're trying to 
yeah, the, the road platoon, yeah. Road the dash works, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that for infantry. That's the only time you'd do it. And I certainly wouldn't be buying shroom wagons or Cooper wagons. I'm really no. Oh, if you're doing a river assault, shroom no. wagons would be an idea. Not for three points, no. <laughs> no. Well, the other thing, yeah, is if you're playing a friendly game. Yeah, if you're not, is it not being competitive? Is there for completionists, isn't it? Well, just yeah, use them and see how, see how you get on. But yeah, for a point, for one one percent of your overall um, force it, for infantry, it's not worth. I don't think it's worth including them. No, not for ninety nine percent of the times when you'd expect them to be moving. No. Uh, is that, is that dash, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's a dash that, that's the changed. The dash is what it's there for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the infantry dash is what's changed there. It's dashing yeah, used to be a death sentence, but it's mm. not now. When we play that big game, um, I, I spent the points to give Mike trucks for his Aussies. And mm. in the end, the actual movement of the infantry made the trucks very redundant because it wasn't a road, like you guys were saying. So, mm. Yeah. If you expect roads on big boards, then maybe. But where are we going? We don't need roads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just okay. Play Dom and have helicopters. Um, other Patreon. What? No, that's not right. I lost where it was. Uh, well, I oh, know that's right. I'll just answer that question. Uh, William A. Scott. Oh, also oh. a patron. Also a patron. Yes. <laughs> What's a patron? What's this all about? Uh, would it be possible to run a German field for how? Field for field for how? Fieldherd Howe? FFH. Oh, yes, Hold okay. For, yeah. Fieldherd Howe? <laughs> Just... What list are we on now? Why? <laughs> I think Eddie's having a breakdown. I don't, I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> Anyone else smell toast? Um, an FFH list with a new bag ration book. Yes. Cheap Panthers, Panzer 470s, Panzerstern platoons in half tracks, and STG 44s. All either reluctant trained or confident veterans. Version three: Blood, Guts, and Glory, or the Ardennes Offensive, as reference. Right. So, is this this is a? Can I recreate the following using progression? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, I don't think they're they're as rubbish as that yet. The Germans. No, we're not quite there in the war, are we? No. no. You can use the Greyhound card to make it to downgrade like. To make them some rubbish. of the stouts, yeah, to make them well, not even not even rubbish to say, um, le- less good, but I still want to call them rubbish because that's why it's still quite an effective card. I think you just your tactics goes down if I remember right. Oh, yeah, you get a, this refitting or something it's called, isn't it? And you yeah. get a points deduction for each platoon, and yes, yeah, um, but that's I mean, the, the 470, if you can get a points break on the 470, it just gets better because I, I think it's pretty reasonably pointed as it is. The flattiest of panzers. Yeah. Well, it's just the, the huge honking gun. Just don't put it in a wood or anything like that. Yeah. We'll never, it will never escape from. Or um, a, a bog or a marsh or. <laughs> actually, I'm not, immigration. Can you not do field hurt and hell? Isn't there not? A, I think there's a card. There might be a card that's worth looking at. Yeah, because you got the Panzer Four Seventies in there. I think they're meant to be representing um, Feldenholt and something because they they had. A whole, they had whole units of Panzer 470s, didn't they? Because there wasn't enough Panthers yep. to go around. But I think that the, 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 because they, you also can get the dice 
I'm just trying to think when they, the progression stuff is available, there's a FFH um, dice set and things, which usually means there's a corresponding um, unit card as well. So I can't remember what it does, but that'll be worth looking out for. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to find it now. You carry on, I'll come back around to it. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm now interested to look at the cards as well. But uh, To be fair, isn't that would be more like... Um... Because if it's in Blood, Guts and Gory in the Ardent Offensive, that's going to be Bulge. Yes. So yes. You could probably run something close enough, but then wait and see what German Bulge brings out. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> German Bulge, like a uh, Monty's Meat Grinder. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that after Dak Dak, Dak, Dak Shorts Night? Uh, some nights it's the same thing, but yes. It's yeah. Like... It all blurs into one. Um, yeah. Definitely going to be doable, one way or another. The Pandra Stern platoons in half-tracks, I don't think, are in aggression. Are they? Isn't the Pandra Stern the ones with the rifles and... Yeah. yeah. I don't think they've got the assault rifles, I, can't, I don't think. You can get an um, assault rifle platoon, but it's it's a escort platoon. It's not the rifle replacement. Formation. Yeah, so that's going to be in um, Bulge, I imagine says if it's not then uh, we should all just train up Pete and complain at Phil Yates at Phil Yates yeah Phil Phil sort of at Phil another patron Mike Everest asks cards on the table this is further to a discussion earlier who wins in a fight the only operational mouse tank or its weight in, in sample tanks and concrete lorries um, so, to, yeah. To, to caveat that, I do have a favourite uh, reader uh, listener response, which is Kevin Lawless, who actually figured out it's a ratio of seven and a half samples per per mouse. Uh, <laughs> is that all? Oh. Uh, yeah, the samples about twenty tons. It's, it's quite a heavy piece. Yeah. He would not use that many samples to go shopping with. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> to give me three brain gun carriers with Highlanders and mill bombs, two to flank and knock out the engine, and one to bring the tea urn. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. The, the simple tank's not going to hurt the mouse at all, is it? It can't. It's got a machine gun, I think, from memory, isn't it? No, what you do is you spin around, just wait for the tank to use up all its fuel, run the motor, turn the turret around. Turn the turret to try and face <laughs> you, yeah. No, no, they'll, just, they'll just hand crank that. That'll be fine. It'll be fine. I think you hand crank that. <laughs> I see a design flaw. Um, well, also, didn't you point out operational mouse? Question mark? Yes. Yeah, so uh, is, is there a river between me and the sample tanks? Because so I'm, I'm in the sample tanks because the, the mouse will, try, will either break the bridge or try and do that fording thing and then find out there's oh, no the mouse to provide yeah. the actual power. So it's <laughs> it's just drown. I, 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 has that ever been? Did anyone ever try that? Because I just feel that's that's like something that Spear put down and went, yeah, that'll work. That'd be fine. I believe they tried it. They they made. A few experimental either Panzer three or Panzer fours with the electro transmission drive. And I think they might have tried the technique out with them. I don't think they ever did it with a mouse tank. Obviously, they never really finished the thing off. But but how would he climb out the other side? Well, you, you, as with all river crossings, you have to find banks that will work for it. It's no point trying to do a amphibious <laughs> crossing at a, a point <laughs> where you can't get out. Yeah. It's just... 
I just feel. I just feel like yeah, that's not going to happen. So, so it's like the engineering works and that to you know to to condition that the, the um, riverbanks about to get out. And at that point, you might as well just go and do a proper bridge crossing mission with that awesome bridge you mentioned. It's the Bailey Bridge. So, yeah. I am. Um, I didn't know what simple tank was before that question, so I, I went and had a read. It's really interesting stuff with the, the concrete lorries and all that kind of stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, the, the simple tank is the ultimate epitome of um, no one else is going to do anything about it. I'm going to do it myself. Isn't always necessarily the best way of doing things. <laughs> yeah. Is it better than nothing? Is it? <laughs> What's nothing? <laughs> well, just... I mean, nothing, nothing for nothing yeah. for New Zealand. It's, it's an awful large expanse of ocean around it. So. <laughs> I just didn't like the bit where it said the access was through a small hatch in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, well, uh, okay. It's, a, it's simple take night, yeah, Monty's meat grinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small hatch at the bottom. It's <laughs> a lot of poor concrete there. Jeffrey oh, oh. <laughs> um, Hill asks, which forces do you all think in both the Soviet-aligned and NATO-aligned factions in the Team Yankee world work really well together? For example, a leaf blower Afghanistan with Iranian chieftains or an Israeli form- infantry formation with an American CAV formation? Oh, dear. Oh, my Lord. Sounds a bit power gamey to me. Oh, Eddie's radar's going off. Um, isn't, the answer, isn't the answer always Iraqis? Because I think everyone it seems to be the way they torment this no. game these days. Is... Iraqis and American M1s, yeah. yeah. Iraqis no. and, and American Cav seems to be the go-to. Really? Yeah. Well, you get the mega the mega big guns, and tons of them, so you get an absolute ton of shots, and then you have the unbreakable, unhittable Humvee formation. I, I just lost the plot when I realised that you could um, have uh, Iraqis with Ira- um, Israeli allies. <laughs> that made me smile. Team Yankee is a weird, weird, wonderful world. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know because everyone can have allies of some kind, can't they? I think. It re- so the only one that really works with the Warsaw Pact is. Um... Iranians, like you pointed out, because obviously yeah. all the Warsaw Pact nations otherwise tend to be in much of a muchness. I mean, you, you don't really gain, now that Russians have their own T-55s, they don't really gain much by partnering up the other Warsaw Pacts to get cheap tanks in, because mm. hey, their T-55s are, bet, are, are better. Um, whereas Iranians, obviously, would be giving you at least you know, those cheap chieftains, um, some other bits and pieces. Yeah. So you go with an Iranian force and then have the... Um, Afghanistan as the ally to bring the high helicopters, part of them up with the American, with the Iranian um, AH1s. So you know you'd have um, two platoons oh, AH, uh, yeah. AH1s, and then you know three platoons of Heinz. That's, that's a hell of a leaf blow at that point. <laughs> that's a lot of helicopters, and yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. That's the a, other thing about the Iranian formations is they're so bloody cheap. Like yes. You can get a, a mech platoon one and it will cost you 20 points. I still wish you had the Radian um, F-14s. Uh, yeah, you can just use them. It's The carry carry missile has more or less the same stats as the Maverick, apart from the fact it has a lesser range because it's um, like radio guarded, so you have to keep pointing at it rather than the far and forget IRR. 
Blah blah blah. Missile, missile, missile. Yeah. Wah 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 wah. Missile. I've looked at that though. The, possibly getting some uh, airplanes that aren't um, Frogfoot and using just the Frogfoot stats. I have a box of alternative airplanes somewhere in my stash. <laughs> alternative. Yeah, like I bought when they first came out. Okay. Like, like um. F-14s and uh, uh Jaguars. Is that in lockup number one? Lock that, up number is, two. That, that is literally, I don't know. They're not where I thought they oh. were, so therefore it may be a while before they resurface. <laughs> My God. Yeah, lost, lost to the hobby gods. Yep, sacrifice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, interesting point. Anyways, uh, Bill, patron Bill White asks, what Soviet AA combo do you like better in a 105-point list? Tunguskas and Manpad Gremlins or Shilkas and Gaskins? Oh, my. I think I know where Lee's falling, and I think I know where I'm falling on this. Yeah, I think, I think that's, they, they've got the wrong pairing there because the, the Tunguskas and Gaskins is where you want to be going on this. Yeah, the, yeah the expense of the actual... Um, and Guskers and the cheapness of the Gaskins paired up. That works. There you go. Option C. <laughs> Shilkers and Gophers. And Shilkers and Gophers were my, used to be my go-to. It's a good pairing. Cause it's solid, if unspectacular. Yeah. And, it, and like say, that, that is the equal amount of points as Fort and Guskers. So, yeah. <laughs> you pay your money, you take your chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an... It's a, an the, the Soviet stuff is just a wash with uh, anti-aircraft. You've got so many choices. It's it's amazing compared to the the NATO stuff, which is like, you know, you might get one missile and one cannon system if you're lucky. Mm. Lee, I would say that those Tanguskas are actually bigger than the Geckos. <laughs> well, I say if, if I get a shot next to them, but, but yeah, it's weird how like I say the Soviets do now have all this all this anti-aircraft. Cause in, NATO doesn't really run a lot, head, you know, a lot of air, as it were. Yeah. I mean, it's very unusual to see a lot of air in a NATO force. I mean, you, you can't... You can't really do a leaf blower, can you? you? You can't really do it with the NATO forces. You can kind of do it now with American CAV, because you've got the... Um, oh, because the Apaches are in formation, aren't they? Apaches are in formation, which makes, them a bit, which makes it a bit less fragile. Oh, I that, yeah. So you ha- you'd have one of the Apaches, you'd have um, either Cobra's Apaches in the CAV formation... And then probably not all. Then you've got two in support plus one plus your fixed wing, which could be Harriers now to save some points over the actual um, A10s. Yep. But mm-hmm. yes, um, it's weird how they got all that. I mean, it's just it's nice, but it was, it's not really. It's a it's a solution to a problem no one really had. It's a bit like a bit like the marksman issue for the Ameri- for the British effects that we know yep. Tunguska existed. Um, <laughs> Well, to a, to a larger extent, they actually entered field service, whereas the Chieftain version of Marksman never did. Whereas, obviously, other versions of Marksman, like the Finnish um, G55 pairing did. But, um, other Marksmen are available. Other Marksmen are available. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. not, just in case maybe. To answer the question, I, I feel like... I just looked at one on the cards. There is no, there is no FFH card. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that's going to be uh, the bulge. To really do what you want to do. 
So I think you can make it work with the uh, aggression, but wait for the bulge to get everything you want. Wait for your, wait. For, hold fire for your bulge. Hold fire for the bulge. Wait for it. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bill White also asks or, or states his patron withdrawal for this month set off all his credit level alerts. They seem to wonder why he's paying for something he gets for free as well. <laughs> I think it's more tagged to all the Blade Duncan's watch um, echelon watch codes. Yeah, just, I think you're hello. laundering, <laughs> laundering an arms deal through uh, Patreon for three pounds. Dear Mr. White, we can't help but feel that you're, 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 you're spending money on a podcast linked to uh, the Iranian Republican Guard, uh, Mossad, <laughs> North, Korea. <laughs> North Korea, Chemical Operation U Tree. <laughs> All the klaxons in the world. That room just must be a what it like. That must be a hell of a place to work because every klaxon going off simultaneously. <laughs> All the time, yeah. Every fortnight, it just goes, it just goes off. Oh my god! Yeah, they get, yes, get mufflers on. The, the prime minister's like, "Oh bloody hell, what's that noise?" Oh, don't worry, sir. It's just a new shoot and suit podcast. It's just, it's just yeah. every two weeks, like clockwork. <laughs> Simpkins is now deaf on his right hand side. <laughs> um, Brent DeVos asks, "If you could make up a World War Three Firestorm style campaign." What would the setting be, the reason for the conflict, and the factions involved, etc.? Scandinavia. There we go. Sold. Done. Yeah, cause I was just about to say invasion of Denmark. Yep. Ooh. So having Polish, having um, Russian and Polish naval and airborne forces um, trying to go get do island hopping in Copenhagen, like you know that kind of area. Well, yeah, because I get my Swedes then as well. And also, you'd have to like um, the Polish ground forces pushing up through Jutland as well. You got a really cool map of like Denmark, basically, and a little bit of Germany at the bottom, and a little bit of the Baltic around it. But I would do it as a winter battle. Really? Yeah, it would be a winter assault because then you could have the really cool winter smocks and camos and. Hmm. So that that eighteen Yankee winter, I think, would look amazing. That's got some basis in reality, though, hasn't it? So if you could do it anywhere, like, and what would the... So as a fancy one... Polynesian canoe wars? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other one would like, actually go in that area of the world would be to do um, sort of like the Asian theatre. So doing um, Korea's to Korea's... Um, China versus Taiwan, there's no way would do that these days because you know, trying to sell it would be a nightmare. Um, you know, but certainly Korea, Korea's got a lot of margin to it because you could have like um, America, the Americans be involved, obviously. You've got both both Koreas, you've got Russia and China on the doorstep. You could probably find a contrived way of having Japan um, tear up its constitution and somehow get involved. <laughs> so, no, that's it. Uh, the Emperor comes back. Oh my god, it's the Emperor's music. <laughs> but it's still Jan. <laughs> He's not happy. He's calling out China. Oh my god. My god. But yeah, you could do the, the, the Far East and stuff's interesting. It, it, it could quite easily explode and it's quite an untapped area. I mean, the other thing you could do is, um, what was it? The Bolivian Navy? Was it the Bolivian Navy? You know, where they... <laughs> They were landlocked. They've got a navy, and they had, used to have a channel to the uh, Pacific, and I think that got taken away. So now they've got like a patrol boat on Lake Titicaca or something like that, and that's it. But you could do some stuff in South America. That'd be quite funny. Or Mexico. Mexico invading the United States. There you go. 
Well, I think that's what we're hoping in them, that Wolverine's <laughs> thing that's got mentioned was going to be. Yeah. Well, with Mexico, though. That's where else. What happens in Red Dawn? In Red Dawn, I've, it's... Um... I've never seen Red Dawn. Oh, how have you never seen Red Dawn? It's... it's... You watch Red Dawn, you, and you, you just have a strong urge to go buy a firearm and just um, stop waiting for the coffee <laughs> to drop. <laughs> oh, dear Lee. Oh, the poor commies. What are they with on the... Parachuting into my country. Look... What are you going to do when 30 to 40, 30 to 40 armed, armed paratroops land in your back garden? That's where you're going to want your, your, your armour light, that's for sure. It's not going to work. You what? just put the kettle on. <laughs> the best solution to a problem. <laughs> paratroops <laughs> land in the garden, dear. Put the kettle on. Go, 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 make some cucumber sandwiches. This could be a bit... Have you here in Berwick? No, 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 darling. Get the nice biscuits. These are our new occupiers. <laughs> If you're in Berwick, it's a it's a legal war at that point. You just have to accept it. <laughs> are we, yeah, are we still in lockdown? In which case, are they wearing masks? <laughs> we need a mask. Well, they can't be in lockdown, can they? They just invaded. You can't turn around to them and go. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Are you from a red list? Oh, wrong, but wrong question. I can see the emblem. <laughs> <laughs> Of they are, they're Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, Mortal Enemy Quinton Taylor asks, Hey gents and Eddie, great job. <laughs> uh, oh, Quinton, you're my hero. <laughs> my question is if you were to make a Canadian style big in Canada monument for Flames of War, what would it be? Um, and he has provided pictures of absolutely ginormous axes and mooses and mooses. What's the plural of moose? Moose eye. Mice. 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 Mooses. Mooses. Surely. The ubiquitous sure, panda, the iconic tiger, a measuring tape, dice, or it would be a giant model of Monty dressed in Monty meat grinder gear. Ah, uh, and his short shorts. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a short shorts and a roll neck. Combination of that classic, um, you know, British British um, leather leather gherkin, jerkin, and just fat the top, and then Jack's <laughs> short shorts. That's that's the, that's the Monty. That's the, that's the official uniform of Monty's meat grinder. <laughs> well, the, the bar staff's uniform. I thought Monty always used to wear that like horrible turtleneck though, as well. Would he not have that? But but like a like a crop top version. <laughs> Oh my god! Like a, a, a wife, like like a wife beater one but with a roll neck. They just cut really short. <laughs> just a a, a, a sawn off roll neck. Yeah. Sleeveless. Oh, oh god! <laughs> that's the, that's um, not a tourist attraction. I don't think at that point. I think yeah. that's that's something you want on the border, keeping people out. Pads are four seventy though, honestly. Yeah. Got to be right. I, I, I think so. Uh, it is the flattest panzer. I know, but is it iconic? I always associate the tiger because it used to be the battlefront. Well, yeah. Like, it's it's it? That's a sensible one, isn't it? But oh, oh. This is a monument in Canada. The most Canadian thing in Flames of War is a land mattress. You've got to have one of those. Like, one of case. A, yeah. With like massive oversized rocket blurting out of it to, you know, just to show it off. Like three hundred foot tall rocket plume. Bloody hell! Station deck in the in the rocket. Well, no, be like, do you remember the the robot, the bend of the robot one in Futurama, where it's just like <laughs> spits fire? 
it'd be like that every every thirty seconds. It would just launch a, a salvo off as you drive past. Yeah, on the hour, every hour. Exactly. <laughs> there goes old faithful. And then, like, oh, it's one o'clock. Oh, well. <laughs> Set your watch by that. <laughs> it's land mattress time. It's land mattress time. I think that's the way forward. I go see that. That was a tourist attraction. Yeah, well, they, could just, they, they could just use the uh, American. What's the rocket SpaceX Pro rockets? They should use those. That's pretty much a land mattress, isn't it? Why well, when we went oh, to space Mount Rushmore? Space Force. Oh. And the one that blew up recently. <laughs> um, yeah, SN10. Yeah, stuck for landing. Wait a few minutes, bang. So when they actually do this as, a, as a, like a civilian service, it's going to be, right, if you can all disembark from the aircraft, um, no rush, just... just, just. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore stewardess is rushing what? out. It's just, if you can just pick up the pace. A... Why is that clock counting down? Don't, don't pay attention to the clock. Don't, just, don't, just, just get off the plane. Bags, leave the bags, time to go. Your bags yep. will meet you the other side. <laughs> the other, <laughs> what, the other side? Like you scorched. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you, you give me this silver coin? That's the pay. Uh, that's the pay the ferryman. That's that's for charion. You recommend putting it in your holding it in your mouth because <laughs> <laughs> you may not have all your limbs. <laughs> That'd be like a worst case of what was it? Ryanair that used to just they spin the the sort of luggage roulette. And you're going oh. to Amsterdam, are you? Your luggage is going to <laughs> Faro. What? <laughs> Be like that. You'd be like, oh, your limbs are going to Connecticut. <laughs> what? What about the rest of me? Don't I mean, that, that SN10, it you know, it landed perfectly, and then it just decided to rapidly burn off the excess fuel. You know, yeah, ra- rapidly being the problem. <laughs> in, or in, one of the problems. Yeah. In my favourite question ever in all of these ever so far. Vic Il Ung asks, are you a peg user or a magnet user? Why aggressively defend your stance? <laughs> my, my, my aggressive pegging stance is going to be a... I feel like the pegging is one of those things that can't be done generally, surely. <laughs> I think aggressively is the only way you, you can approach that. <laughs> they, might, they might be lost in translation at that point. Yeah. Um, do, so I, I'm going to assume, and this could be wrong, but this is a question about tank turrets. I believe so. Please okay. be about tank I turrets. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're um, meet trying to run the jokes. We're going to do it death at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> you just need the everybody dance now bit. I I don't magnetize unless it's a resin turret. That I agree. That is, I say both. Uh, not once. Yeah, I mag- no, I magnetize the peg. <laughs> I, I, I magnetize all my turrets. Well, even Ooh. really? Yep. Why do you do it for the plastics? Because the arm trade's doing well, obviously. Because 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 otherwise they're too light and they pop off all the time. And also, it means I can put on the really cool uh, magnetized flame markers onto the top of it. Oh, that's It'll true. Stay there during the game. Ah, uh, show off. Because all the magnets got the same polarity, I can do really weird combinations. I put an MLR on top of the BRDM and laugh at it. You know, depends. Yeah, I don't don't trust myself with magnets that much. 
I've had bad experiences, so I, I tend to only make a size if I have to. My number one advice is to have a Sharpie. And then when you figure out the polarity, put the Sharpie marks on the sides that you're going to stick to the tank. Yeah, I think, or, or glue a magnet to your cutting mat, was the other one, and use that as a base polarity. Yeah, but you always forget which way round it goes what with that. Yeah, that's if you want to get them all the same. Yeah. <laughs> you glue it to the mat, well, and, you know, which way round does the one on the bottom of your tank go? What? So you've got one stuck to your mat. Yeah. Okay. So I've got my two magnets. Yeah. Oh, I see. You just put the top one on first. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that sound, Eddie? And that is the, uh, the the penny dropping. Oh, okay. <laughs> or the magnet dropping on the floor. Yeah, did I ever tell you what I did to my German helicopters? No. So I, I you know, you did got you the magnets that. Did you aggressively peg them? No, I, I, I aggressively magnetized them. But um, I used the magnets. So I've got the magnets on the flight stands and the magnets on the rotor blades. And they all were, they were all fine. They all worked. They were all the right polarity. I didn't have to dig any out, embarrassingly. But when I put them on the uh, the base, the rotors leapt off. I couldn't work out why. And it's because the polarities were correct for each of the sets, but not correct throughout the whole hole. And because it's quite a short hole, um, yeah, the the, <laughs> the magnets in in the stand were actually throwing the rotor blades off the top. Ping. Yep, that was quite embarrassing. Oh no! And and not an easy fix. Yeah, but I, even then. Once you've figured out what polarity you want, what put a form of painted mark on it. Because the amount of times I've dropped a magnet into a toll hurry or whatever. A toll hurry? Hurry toll. A toll hurry. What? Hole. Yep. A hole hole, that's what I'm trying to say. Or a turret hole. Um, and it's flipped over and I've not noticed. Yeah. I. Hmm. At least with some visual indication, you can go, oh, wait, I shouldn't be able to see that. Do you know, do you know what? Doesn't eat or doesn't require polarity. Pegs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're wrongly. Resin yeah. metal, definitely. But everything else, just do the peg on, and then don't get impatient, and then put the turret on the tank before the glue and the pegs dried, because then you glue the turret to the tank. That's <laughs> just the voice of bitter experience. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you've done exactly that. Yeah, and, and, and will do ad infinitum. <laughs> Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're stuck now. Oh, no, wait. Oh, Eddie. You've done it again. Yeah, uh, little post-it note. Yeah. yeah. Three days since last turret stick to hole accidents. Yeah. Uh, Scott <laughs> Atkinson asks, three different nationalities is easy in a Canadian list. Can you do four? Oh my god! I don't think you can. Is, it, is this World War Two? What war am I talking about? World War Three. Who's Canadian? Yeah, World War Three yeah. Canadians. World War Three Canadians, I imagine. So you do, you do three because you can have Canadians and either West Germans or Americans in your force. Yeah, and then you can have an ally to add a third third country. What I can't work out is where doing four. 
I can't what think any allies have, have two countries in. What about the Australians? Oh, Australians and New Zealand. Yeah, but again, I don't think the Australians, the Australians don't have any British support in formations. You can, uh, no, the, the formations all have the same country in. So you can't, the only way you better do is just to have a form, have an allied formation that has two countries in the formation. Like, uh, I can't think of any way of doing it. I'm looking. I'm looking. And he's going to puzzle it out. Should have done this before. Right. So that's the formation group there. So you've got to have Canadians. Is that. You may field one NATO formation as an allied formation. I think it's got to be Canadians. I think he was just saying it's not. I, I went Canadians because I knew it had. Okay, because of the. Yeah. yeah. NATO allied support. We may take this one. Hmm. So you can have one. So, so basically, you're going to look, is there a formation that has two nations in it? Mm-hmm. That's the only way you could do it, is to have an allied, an allied formation for some reason has two, two nations in the formation. So could you, have, could you have Iraqis with uh, Australians? So the Iraqis, the Iraqis obviously have American air support, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, which will give which will give you two nations, and Aussies give you thirty. So again, it doesn't work, doesn't give you the fourth one. Yeah, New Zealand. Oh, oh shit. Okay, I know. I see exactly what you're saying now. Um, right. Are are the New Zealand scorpions in formation? That's the question now. Yes. No, they are. Oh. They're, they're not in the formation. They're brigade support. Oh, denied. Denied at the last. Well, no, because that still works. Because the the Australians can have British support. Again, well, so Australians with a New Zealand Scorpion Armoured Troop as formation support, so that's two, plus the right. British support is three, and then you take a NATO, an allied NATO formation as your fourth. Fair, oh, right, yes, you're, I see exactly what you're saying, yes. But yeah, so it's possible to do four nations. Yay! <laughs> oh my god. Just using the two nations that shouldn't be involved in this conflict. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have no business being in Western Europe. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh I need to go back to my questions. Do, 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 do. Uh, Tony Hallard asks, uh, question, do you review other rule sets? So, for instance, the ones covering the Marlborough period. If so, what are views on tactics for these games? Are we talking Marlborough Light or regular Marlborough? I uh, can't call it Marlborough Light anymore. Marlborough Gold. No. Oh, all right. I have a light cigarette. Okay. That implies health. And I don't know if you knew, cigarettes are bad for you, apparently. Yeah, but we're reviewing them, so that would be part of the review, surely. <laughs> These ones are terrible. Yeah. Um, Marlborough period. That's interesting. I have no context for what that is. This is Duke of Marlborough, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, given my reply, Tony, I don't think we're going to do a review of the Marlborough period. <laughs> Uh, but we do. It's a good chance for us to plug the breakthrough assault plays. Um, so one of the things that we've done as a blog is try to focus, rather than do all of the games that we you know we talk about other games here occasionally, um, but only in passing, because it's you know we're a, a, a Flames of War team, Yankee Fire Nation, Great War. No, no, there you go, and no podcast. 
Um, but we do have the occasional article on the other page. But obviously, Marlborough being um, Churchill's, whatever it is, great great grandfather. Was it? Yeah. Oh. He's is Mr. It, Blenheim. Is it related? Uh, yeah. So he's related. Sorry, he's related to Flames of War. Then, so we can talk. About oh no, that. I thought you meant he's related to Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just stated that twice. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Lee was going to suggest uh, we'll have a historical just for a laugh. <laughs> no, Lee, Lee was Lee was uh, Pike and Shot. Pike and Shot. Oh. I, I tongue in cheek said, uh, yeah, Warhammer historicals. <laughs> so I'm uh, a bad man. You are a bad man. And that is the end of An Officer Answers. All right. Um, well, we finally get to do it after a number of year hiatus events. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wow. Someone's been yeah. optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or desperate, it could be. It could be both. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah. Can what you be optimistically desperate? What event are we talking about again? Which no, one? Battle for, Battle for the Hobbit one. Is that the only, that's oh the no! And, and you got Re- you got Reading as well. Warfare. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, two events. Two events. Shock and awe. Yeah. Um, do, I, do we have the inside scoop on the? Battlefield Hobbies one. I don't know if we do. I don't know how many points it is or what period it is. Limited places. Okay. Uh, What, as in just, is that just the Battlefield Hobbies? Is that the limited place? Yes. Okay, good. So the idea is uh, play permitting, of course. There'll be a Flames of War event at Battlefield Hobbies on the 26th and 27th of June. Um, It's limited to only 18 places for spacing reasons. Okay. Um, it's 100 points of late war for any book that has been released before the event okay. starts at 9am at Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry it's three games on Saturday two on the Sunday and it's £30 um, so it's may may happen may not happen that's right on the cusp of everything going swimmingly isn't it that is yeah I mean it's plan. The plan is, uh, you know, current plan to ask everyone to wear masks, and there'll be a two meter spacing between the tables, hence the limited places. Yeah. But by that point, who knows? Yeah, it's about it's about the way the way you get to do it until everyone's vaccinated. It's probably the safest way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, the only other way of doing it is to is to you know, request everyone be vaccinated, which can be very hard to determine for a while. I think. So. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Cool. Contact uh, Hammy at Battlefield Hobbies if you have any questions or interest. He says, "I am very." This <laughs> is kind of a thing where you're weighing up like oh, my social responsibilities, the likelihood of it happening versus the oh my god, I just want to go play games for a weekend. Mm. Uh, uh, my only concern is that this that twenty first day is like if everything goes bob on. Yeah, well, it's the twenty sixth. It's five days after that. You've got five days for him to push it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's optimistic um, uh, it also says um, 
Mate, what? Pay the door. No, it's the hotels he's talking about. Mate. Ignore me. Ignore me. Okay. Yeah, yeah the, other, the other one's Reading, isn't it? Reading! The UK GC. Is it UK? I think it's UK, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Reading warfare 2021 the game show that wasn't last year just loading up the page because i forgot to do it earlier <laughs> and it's 100 points of late war 100 yeah. points of late war don't know what books yet that is on the 27th to 28th of november 2021 that's the ascot race course <laughs> which has free car parking hurrah yeah, it's it's changed venues from previous incarnations. It's not at the Riverside anymore. Yeah, because their Riverside's being refurbished after yep. all those years of gamers traumatising its floorboards. <laughs> um, there we go. £30 a player up to the 31st of August, and from the 1st of September, it's £35 a player. Cancellation of refunds up to the 14th of October. Um, let me... Um, yeah, sorry. There's more detail on the shop site. Click, loady, 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 because that has all the tournaments. All the usual games are represented. So, Adeptus Mechanicus, Games Workshop. You know, oh, Infinity. It's kind of the thing that after this long of not playing, I wish I had like the time travel thing that Hermione has in Harry Potter, and could just go and just do like play. Play. <laughs> Oh, what play Infinity? I play. I I probably would. Infinity would be the least of my tournament to pick games in the world ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings. There's Warhammer Forty Thousand, Age of Sigma, Epic. Is there Epic? Epic. Know. What's Epic? The six mil GW stuff. Well, yeah, but that's not a thing, is it? Uh, they had tournaments in the past. I don't. I, I might be misspeaking there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Blades of War. Warfare 21, Late War. Uh, oh, sorry, I misspoke. It is the English Nationals. It's not the UK Nationals. Is it going to be a Scottish Nationals? Is this exactly uh, a thing? It Probably. just says the English Nationals. It's got oh, the well. Zay Ranger to organise it, or is that a... Actually, think about that. Has anyone heard from Wales for a bit? Are they still all right? <laughs> Sneakily snuck off it, so... Yeah, I or something? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Gone. <laughs> it's a hundred points of late war. Oh, and you'll receive the Flames of War 2021 objective as part of the end ticket price. Are we? Is it Sergeant Slaughter? It should be Flames, Flames of War. It'd be him in World War Two. Yeah, like Captain America. Yeah, but, <laughs> but less heroic. <laughs> Oh, what? Colonel Carrada. No, no, you want the um? Who was the guy that used to do the propaganda stuff and um broadcast it? He... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, events in the future. I have bought a Warfare 2021 ticket. Mine was still valid from last year. Yeah, I didn't get an option. They just refunded mine, which is how I knew it was cancelled. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, they like you. They wanted you to attend. Yeah. Other guys. <laughs> that Fez guy. Who's this? Oh, refund. Get rid of him. Um, 
do you know what you're taking? Have you got any ideas what you're taking? Uh, I've got no idea now because the, the problem is I've painted the um, infantry, the third, inf no, second infantry division, wasn't it? The Indian head stuff mm -hmm. originally. Yeah. Um, and I was planning, the problem I think I'm going to have is just practice because I haven't played that army at all. And uh, last year, the plan was to obviously play it a bit before, or, you know, play it quite a lot before the actual event. Yeah. So I'm now wondering, should I go back to something I kind of know? Because I'm not going to get probably more than, I don't know, two or three games probably with it, realistically. Yeah, there's not because be a lot of rust, isn't there? There is going to be a lot of rust, even just on the terms of the just basic rules, mm -hmm. because not having played. So I'm wondering if I should go back to doing mid-Germans, because I've always got the 21st Panzer stuff now, and I've got enough half-tracks now. Well, that's something else I had painted that I forgot to say, was I've now got enough half-tracks to do the entire company mounted. That's a oh, lot that, of... That is a lot, yeah. It's only two platoons, but it's, yeah, 14, I think, um, U304s. Oh, my so, gosh. That's a lot of machine gun fire they can they can deliver as well. Um, so I might go back to something like that, especially with the beach defenders I've got, so I could do a two-company thing. I don't know. I, I mean, the trouble is, obviously, German immigration is going to be out. But yeah. I don't know if the bulge stuff's going to be. That's, oh man, I mean, if it there's is. The lace coming in now. I, I mm. think it'll be a big stretch going. Yeah, so I mean, this the books we've got will kind of be the books that are available. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, I, I'm, I'm torn between just going, yeah, do you know what? I'll play the third armor, uh, third infantry because they're all done and I did them <laughs> for that and I'm just going to, go for it yeah and more sensibly looking at the germans going well this this the i know how this works already <laughs> yeah. but we'll see i mean it's a long time between november and now i might, might paint the british up and then just go hey yeah what about you any ideas well i'm thinking yeah obviously i've got that 100 point d-day american list with the long toms and the mm -hmm. Uh, and one, you know, one hundred five Shermans. <sighs> yeah, nice. you were quite pleased with that list, weren't you? I was quite pleased with that list. And um, rightly so. I played, you know, played a weekend of events with it already. I can vaguely remember how it works. None of it's overly complicated. So I might finish that off to a nicer standard, and then have that as my plan A, and then see what other things inev inevitably come along and give me hobby butterfly itis. <laughs> well it's probably better if, I'm not being horrible Eddie it's probably best that you have something painted and ready that you can use the night before the event yeah you're right no 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 not the <laughs> night before <laughs> no 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 come back from the precipice <laughs> that you can yeah. um, there is there is the other problem in that hopefully by that point uh, my wife will be over with me in the country so you um, might not get to go at all is that what you're saying I, well it's it's her birthday. It's her birthday weekend. Oh, Eddie. So, yeah, that will be a a yeah a honest, honest and fair discussion as we do. I just, I just feel mean. What about? Like going here's your first event. It's one that's not been here for years on your birthday weekend. Here's your first event. 
Oh, we could get her to play it too. That'd be, that'd I was going to say, we really doing it. Give oh, her yeah, away yeah. your Barbies. And yeah. <laughs> so, surprise, honey. <laughs> yeah. For your birthday, you've got a 150th Panzer Grenade Army. Ta da! <laughs> yes, yes, I know. I'm sorry. Not everyone uses deodorant. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> that is a legitimate concern. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think the face mask will help that. I the other thing, is, oh, I'm gonna. So Ascot's nicer than Reading as well. Yes. That I don't know how to say that nicely, so I just blurted it. It's okay. I don't think we're big in Reading on our patrons. So. Are we? Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think our internet there, so it's all right. <laughs> I know there's, there's a lot of internet there. That's where Microsoft's headquarters are. Oh, what? So it's internet, but it doesn't work. No, no, no it's just it's for when Bill Gates takes yeah. over the world. <laughs> it's it's internet, but they're all using Windows Explorer, so they, yeah, they're about ten years behind this oh, page. Yeah. What's the new thing called? There's a new one oh, it's not for Windows. Thing. No, no, there's a new Internet Explorer version. I can't remember what it's called now. Has it got the little paper clip? Is he back? Oh, Clippy. Clippy. <laughs> It looks like you're writing a CV. It looks like you're writing a blackmail note. <laughs> Clippy, I will actually gut you like a fish. <laughs> it looks like you're trying to gut me like a fish. Oh, I swear <laughs> to God. I will end you, Clippy. Who knew that being patronised wasn't that much fun? I mean, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah. It looks like you're trying to write a 105-point Flames of War list. <laughs> yeah. Why have you put broom bars in there? Would you like to take beach bums? <laughs> You've added the uh, the pack front card. No! <laughs> it might be better if... Have you thought about taking multiple formations of scout cars? Shut up, Clippy! I wouldn't be Clippy, would it? It would be like um, something World War II. It would like MG42. Thanks, MG42. <laughs> Brenny the Bren Gun. What do you mean, Brenny the Bren? Brenny the Bren Gun. There's <laughs> oh. an enhancement for um, Forces of War. If you want uh, Brenny the Bren Gun to be added to Forces of War, <laughs> drop an email to <laughs> Bill Yates at. I don't think anyone wants that. If you're going to take, if you're going to do it. Say again, sorry? Are you coming to take? Uh, I'm probably not going to be doing it um, this year. Probably um, probably next year if I can start doing it, I suspect. What if someone, you know... Has to pull out (laughs) a device somewhere that you frequented, and unless you went, you you know, what would you take then? Is Um, this taken? Is this... <laughs> a unique set of skills. Yeah. I will find you, and I will give you a shade and a highlight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's a big shade. This. Um, I guess I'd be forced to use. I'd probably go Soviets. I'd probably, really? use, I'd probably go T thirty four heroes because that's what I've been painting. So. That came really out of left field. I wasn't expecting that at all. Left field. <laughs> 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 But even, yeah, in all seriousness, I wasn't expecting you to say um, Soviets at all. I thought you were going to say Paris. 
I, I, I'm not sure. I haven't really gelled with new, new powers. They play very different to how I used to play in powers. I think it's going to take me a while to dial them in. Like a forward, like a lunatic. Yeah, which is pretty much pretty much how I did used to play them. But um, yeah, it's <laughs> just, you might actually win games. <laughs> I, I suppose Paris, 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 it'd be Paris T34s or some sort of German list. Not the Germans, I could probably mash them together. But um, I think you've got, got to do something because we're going to be playing practice games again, actually, surely. Yeah, oh, the yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I, I, the I competitive mashing of Germans. Mm-hmm. I like that. Potato mashing of Germans. Yeah. I'll, get my, I'll get my pack 43s painted so you have plenty of um, pack fronts to face. Oh, 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 good. I'd love to take that. What pack front? Yeah, my, my 12 88mm gun wielding beach bum loaded pack front list. How do you take 12? You can't take 12. Two lots of four of the. Why well, don't no, I can do math? Do you can have, you can have, you can have two in support. You have two in support. Where are you getting the third? Can you? No, you have the eighty-eight, the flak eighty-eights. Oh, yep. Okay, got you. Okay. They're all eighty-eight millimeter, just slightly differing velocities. <laughs> fast and very fast. Yeah. It's, yes. <laughs> well, we're going. We don't need <laughs> ammunition. Yeah, oh, that, that's horrible. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, they're, they're all built. They're undercoated and sprayed fur brown. Thankfully, 88s aren't brutal. Otherwise, they'd be really good. <laughs> oh, yes. That's bad enough as they are, aren't they? <laughs> brutal 88s, that'd be a thing. That's just a shame you can't get the rate of far 3 upgrade anymore. No, oh, it's yeah, not that's a shame. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing was when you're playing games where all the tanks were so scared of it, you just ended up using your, your Flak 88s as long-range machine guns. Yes. But I, I never understood that. It's like, wasn't it like a five point upgrade or something bizarre? In, oh, like... yeah, it was auto include. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no one ever didn't take it. You'd have to like, be so quickly short on points to not take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think it might have been 10 points. I think it might have undersold it. I think it was 10 it points. It was 10, 10 points. Gun. But you also would guarantee that your um, the gun would be pinned in round one and then <laughs> not pinned for the rest of the game. So you never yeah. got to use it. I, I, I didn't take it. Well, that's because, you know... I took two guns for 90 points in V3, and I was happy. Yeah, the two guns. I'd take, like, three or four thousand. It's not one of those YouTube videos. It's World War II, but every German guy has an F-88. I sense that the Hobby Wheel of Focus is going to be heavily skewed towards... (laughs) 88mm guns all of a sudden. Hobby with a focus is going to be crying in the corner for being bad and ignored. Yeah. Oh, look, it's an 88mm gun platoon. What a surprise. How did that get in there? Oh, who knew? I don't know, but it's not tanks, though, is it? Tanks are overrated. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Tanks don't win you wars. Infantrymen. Infantry win you wars. Yeah. But they're not as cool. Oh, what, don't worry. Why, do, why have one guy have a gun? We can have four guys with the tank. Uh, okay. What tank would you take then? What? I'm see. I'm torn. The other thing I was thinking about taking as a proper hipster list was my uh, Italians. And that's why I was looking at them. So my uh, Herman Goering division. Oh, well, using, Yeah, using them as Fortress Europe. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, none of the fun. None of the fun, all of the pain. Oh, God, why did I bother? But yeah, but it looked cool. I could have my boots, uh, Semaventi Stug platoon. 
or company even. Yeah. I don't know, man. That'd be funny. I might have to do that. <laughs> I'd have no, to have a little one day event, sure, but for a weekend, five games. Yeah, I'd have to have little cars next door to everything going. This is a stug. Oh, people love that, especially if they're rusty and like. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgetting Absolutely. how to make distances. Oh, I didn't bring a tape measure. I forgot. I haven't got. I've got lots of artillery, but I haven't got an artillery template. <laughs> yes. Oh, can yeah. I borrow yours? Can I borrow yours? No, yeah. you can't. COVID, go away. I'll tell you what you can do. You can borrow my shoe and shove it up your... <laughs> yes, of course you can. Should we shoot, shoot and scoot before uh, Duncan goes off the deep end and gets us an even more list? <laughs> Hi, Cheltenham. All right, so tonight's di- custom dice is um, honest, good, hard-working uh, 40k miners, which are definitely not any kind of weird Xenos cult. <laughs> is it a, is it a gene stealer cult one? Oh, that's that's just that's just slander. That's just kind of that's, yeah. That's just kind of slander. Small minded, yeah, yeah. Small minded imperial. Come to one of our meetings and you'll see how cultish we really are. Here, have some Kool Aid. Have I spoke to you about the Lord our Saviour? Yes. High fleet, yeah. High fleet crap. Are, are, to- are totally banging female magos because um, she's a really good way of influencing people on this on this argument. Gene Steeler cults take forever to say hello at their meetings because they've got twice as many hands to shake. Well, in a funny way as well. I <laughs> uh, see, but Gene Steeler cult always wins because four because four um, four arms is four prepares. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Um, I reckon they're going to be a five-up. I think so, because they are basically a malicious sort of force, aren't they? They're, they're 40k Passage. <laughs> yes, they're 40k Passage. But they're not Syrians. They're not 40k right. Syrians. Give me a five-plus. It's a two, so we'll continue our losing streak. But, um, so we are now sat on the edge of the wood, looking at the tiger, coming around the corner, crying. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we've ambushed, shot him in, shot, shot him in the rear armour, missed... And uh, fail to run away. Well, I think in that situation, we try to convert a uh, witch hunter. Have I spoke to you about the Lord our Saviour, the High Fleet Kraken? Oh, I see. <laughs> That's a plasma pistol. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I seem to have misjudged this situation quite quite dramatically. <laughs> awkward. I thought the big yeah. lie, but you were an information point. I was asking <laughs> which way the toilet was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a trade rhythm podcast you've been listening to with Sheet and Scoop. Blades of World podcast and the team of BreakthroughAssault.co.uk was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and the Emperor Almighty. Yep, and the number 88. Yeah, the flak. <laughs> <laughs>